everybody. Welcome to the Basis Points Podcast. I'm Kevin Flanagan, Head of Fixed Income Strategy at Wisdom Tree Asset Management. Yes, schools are out for summer vacation, but there's been no resting in the fixed income arena. You know, after arguably their worst year on modern record in 2022, it was our belief that this year was set up to be a potential positive experience for the bond investor. And despite continued rate hikes from the Fed and other global central banks, fixed income total returns have moved back into the plus column thus far in 2023. So I wanted to take a look here at the first half report card for the bond market. You know, but unfortunately, in order to gain some perspective on this year's developments in the bond market, we do need to take a look back into, let's let's go back to Harry Potter, the year that should not be named, 2022. And what I mean by that is that any positive performances here in 2023 has to be looked at in the context of just how bad last year actually was. And as I was writing at the time, there really was no place for the fixed income investor to hide last year, with the notable exception being U.S. Treasury floating rate notes, uh, the lion's share of total returns in key global bond arenas ended up not just being on the negative side of the ledger, but many entered into double-digit negative territory. So the best place to start is probably the U.S. Bloomberg Aggregate Index, better known as the AG, uh, and it's known as also as the benchmark for the fixed income markets. And last year, the AG plummeted by 13%, as the four major areas that helped to make up this index all struggled mightily. Through the first two weeks of July this year, the AG has maintained a rebound by almost 2.3%. Now, that's certainly a performance that doesn't come close to making up for last year's loss, for sure. But it's still nice to be back in the plus column, you know? Similar developments, we find those in the three closely watched sectors of the U.S. Treasury market, two, five, and 10-year areas. And in 2022, each of these sectors were visibly negative as well, and the magnitude increasing with maturity, in other words, ranging from negative 4.1% for the two-year to as low as negative 16.3% for the 10-year. But here in 2023, positive total returns have now been registered anywhere from almost 1% for the two-year to, let's call it a little bit under 2% for the 10-year. Once again, not coming anywhere close to making up for last year's losses, but still in the plus column. Now, within the U.S. corporate bond universe, the results have been somewhat better, especially in high yield. In fact, U.S. high yield has best, uh, posted the best showing thus far, rising by a little more than 6.4%, and that followed on last year's decline of 11.2%. For investment-grade corporates, the positive return through mid-July, a bit more modest, comes in at about 3.4%. And that compares to last year's nearly 16% shortfall. From a more global perspective, let's call it the gold medal. That goes to emerging market local debt, EM local debt. And EM local has witnessed a, a rather robust gain of over 10% so far here in 2023. And that's getting closer and closer to completely reversing last year's decline of 11.7%. So obviously the results outlined that I'm talking about here to some extent are yesterday's news, admittedly. So the natural question is to ask, where are we going from here? With the Fed and perhaps other global central banks nearing the end of their respective rate hike, uh, rate hike cycles, you have inflation continuing to cool 
and economic growth softening, seems reasonable to me to expect fixed income returns remaining in positive territory throughout the second half of this year. But we'll see. We obviously have you know a good five to six months to go here before the end of the year. But so far, a lot better in fixed income land than where we were last year. I'm going to end it there. Hope everybody has a great rest of the week and be well.